welcome to episode 10 of the Near Mint Fanboys podcast. I am uh, Fred, joined by co-host Brian. How's it going, Brian? Good, Fred. How you doing? I'm doing good. Wow. Yeah, I know. We're in double Before digits. Us, what, four, uh, years? four years, maybe? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, we're a multimedia site. We have we have other stuff going on besides just the that podcast. <laughs> this is our, I, I would say this is our quarantine edition, but we've been recording over Skype for a few years now. So. Yeah. We were doing it before everybody else. Yeah, before it was cool. <laughs> before all the other podcasts had to be forced to do it. Yeah. We were already doing it. Uh, so, how's quarantine treating you? You know, not too bad. I, unfortunately, I'm classified as a uh, essential. You're an essential. So, uh, I uh, I don't get any of the extra money. Uh, yeah, really. Still got to work twice as hard. Oh gosh. Uh, make sure everybody gets their stuff. You know. Yeah. So that's 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 fun. It makes me feel special. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that's got to be. But well, at least you're employed. I went for a, a period during the start of this where I was. Uh, uh, we worked for a little bit, then we lost the contract because when all the stores closed, they those stores yeah. did, did not need IT work going on, obviously. So we got uh, laid off for a while. They they laid us off so we could get unemployment, but they were always intending to hire us back. So I had a little a uh, little paid vacation there from the state of Texas. <laughs> <laughs> for about a month and then we got rehired and I'm back on the job and luckily I get to work from home but it's on the graveyard shift so it's a little trade up there <laughs> it, yeah, it, I mean this whole thing's made it everything very interesting on how people interact and how we do things yeah I interact with no one even collecting you know stuff and everything it's made it harder to find some stuff and mm-hmm. you know places aren't shipping things and stuff like that so it's it's definitely an interesting time to be alive i don't know if it's a great time to be alive but it's definitely yeah. interesting yeah for introverts it's a good time to be alive because they they have an excuse not to have to interact with people this, this is true like myself i think you're the first person i've had a lengthy conversation with since like march <laughs> <laughs> well i yeah you know i mean at heart i'm an introvert but i i can only go so long and then i'm like <laughs> I, I need to see some people yeah but you know i i get enough of it at work i mean it's <laughs> oh yeah yeah it's interesting yeah so. <laughs> even with my work because like we we have a a morning meeting or like a 3 a.m meeting and that's the only time we actually talk with each other the rest of the time we're just messaging back and forth so we have no interaction throughout our shift which is good and we, we don't even allow for ourselves to be on video when we do skype calls it's just audio we're like nobody nobody needs to see what it people look like at two in the morning oh that's funny <laughs> but well while i've been in quarantine I've been uh, reminiscing a lot <laughs> of the good old days and had ideas of like, you know, looking back at our at our old toy lines and action figures that we used to have. Oh, man. Uh, yeah. which, which is, I think you and I actually had a, converse, a similar conversation a few years ago at a dinner that we were having just where we were talking about like, if we could name, if we had toys from every toy line imaginable in the 80s, and like if we had at least one figure, which I always go back to that, uh, thinking about that. I'm going to p- compile a list one of these days. 
but with the like the GI Joe classified line that just came out, made me really reminisce of the the uh, three and three quarters line in the eighties. And yeah, I mean, uh, this is this is big for for GI Joe to go to. I mean, we all know they started with twelve inch figures. Yeah, I guess we all know. We'll we'll we'll, we'll, we'll paraphrase this. You know, <laughs> GI Joe started with twelve inch figures. You know, so Barbie size action figures yeah. and everything like that and then they you know in the uh, uh, early 80s they went to a smaller scale action figure the three and three quarter or the the 118th scale or four inch whatever you want to call it mm-hmm. but that's that's really where in my opinion G.I. Joe really took off yeah you know, it was a uh, it was portable and everything like that and now they've they've switched over Hasbro's gotten into the habit of of the six-inch action figures, and there was a small time GI Joe did some eight-inch action figures with the Sigma Six. Mm-hmm. Uh, but this this doing something similar to the Marvel Legends or the the uh, Star Wars Black series, their their six-inch figures is is pretty cool. It's something that's been rumored about for years, but to see them finally do it. And hopefully we'll get a push on G.I. Joe again, considering that the only thing that's been done in the last several years for G.I. Joe has been fan club based. Yeah. We're like, yeah, because it's been a while since, because I remember Toys R Us used to carry like the 50th anniversary line of those, those really articulated three and three quarters figures that were really nice. I have a few of those. Uh, And I have a few of those that, you know, I didn't get in the original three and three quarters line so that was cool to have uh, but for what we were thinking about doing this morning because we had the idea of like let's go down the the list of separate waves and we may do a few episodes of dedicated to each wave of G.I. Joe and Transformers we had another idea of doing that uh, yeah. just to make a go, go down our, our list of which figures we had from each line and just kind of reminisce a little bit uh, so for uh, this episode, uh, we're going to take a look at the uh, Wave 1 of G.I. Joe from 1982, uh, figures and, and vehicles, uh, if we had them, and uh, Wave 1 from, what was it, 1984 for Transformers Generation 1? Uh, yeah, uh, G.I. Joe, as far as the three and three quarter figures, what we're all used to, pre-tated Transformers by two years. Yeah. Didn't He-Man come out in 82 also? I know it was pretty early yeah, in the eighties. Seems, seems about right, but I honestly don't remember. Yeah, that'll be that'll be another episode. <laughs> we'll have to we'll do that checklist also. Uh, but yeah, but we wanted the and and my list for GI Joe it it probably includes the wave one point five where they re-release the figures, but they had the swivel arm. Yeah. So so I'm counting those as my wave one because I probably had most of those were from that wave but I mean it's all the same figures <clears throat> yeah yeah they just they added that swivel arm with you know super kung fu grip and all that yeah <laughs> instead of just the the up and down elbow motion they added that swivel shoulder I had I had some of both so yeah me too but I think uh, and most most of them all had the their kung fu grip turned into high five uh, action because their thumbs their thumbs would break off. The thumbs break off. Yeah. Yeah, that hard plastic. <laughs> Trying to get like the gun into a cool position. 
and then they just break their thumbs off. But all right, so how did we want to go down our our lists here? I mean, I have um, I have mine written down in a not any particular order, but I mean, I just I think I just went down through yojo.com and went from yeah. left to right <laughs> their their carded figures. And I use the catalogs, those little fold-out catalogs that would come with the vehicles or in cases right. of the, with the transformers that would come with the big transformers. Yeah, I mean, we just, you know, I'm, unfortunately, my internet's kind of loading right now, so I don't know why. <laughs> I can't <laughs> see any pictures at the moment. Uh-oh. Oh, I'll start with my Wave 1 list here. And, uh, which I mean, we're probably gonna have a lot of crossover anyway. So. Oh yeah, I mean there wasn't much in that. <laughs> oh, let's see. Well, my first figure, not in order of how I received it, but just what I wrote down. Uh, the first one I had was uh, Code Name Grunt, the Infantry Trooper. Oh yeah, Grunt. Which, and he I think. Was the yeah, at least according to Yojo, it didn't look like he came with any weapons. <laughs> he just had a backpack and a helmet and a headset. Oh, and that, a, that should be Breaker. Uh, oh, yeah, it is Breaker. I'm sorry. Okay, Yojo, you got me confused here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Grunt's farther down. Yeah, Breaker. He is on my list here. Okay, so I'll go back to Grunt. Let me go to Grunt here. Yeah, so he was kind of like the... He had a... Yeah, he had an M16, a backpack, and a helmet. And then just uh, in a receding hairline. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> and he was kind of like the. <laughs> to me, he just felt like a troop builder for G.I. Joe. Just the. You know, he was initially, and then they actually ended up being more of a character. I think he was initially supposed to be just kind of your generic green soldier. Yeah. But. Because uh... then they had a similar figure the bazooka soldier which was just grunt with the lighter green and a bazooka which I didn't have him Uh, but yeah grunt I had as the regular non-swivel arm and then we'll go to the next one on my list was where is he was flash the laser rifle trooper with the orange padding on his chest which I always liked him because yep. he had an interesting gun that I could never keep the backpack with a little laser rifle that had a, a little cord that would stick into the back of the backpack. Yeah, and which is helmet with a visor. With the visor, yeah. Which I eventually just gave up on keeping that cord plugged into the backpack because it would always pop out, at least on mine. It would just pop out. Yeah, yeah. which I don't, I don't know why I didn't glue it. <laughs> But yeah, yeah, I always liked him because yeah, he had that helmet with the visor on it, which I'm sure didn't last too long for me. And I'm sure yeah. I chewed on that helmet like I did most of the helmets. <clears throat> because they were they were good for chewing. And then next on my list was my uh, the leader of my G.I. Joes because I did not uh, have a Duke figure for a while and he wasn't available in Series 1. But uh, Stalker yeah, I the soccer. ranger. Yeah, and I liked him because I liked his gun because it had that uh, that little curved arm piece uh, on it. And but yeah, so for me, he was uh, listed as a ranger, and he was my GI Joe leader. 
until I eventually got a Duke figure. And he had right. a cool beret camouflage, of course, which was always cool for a little kid, any figure with camouflage mm -hmm. on it. And I think he was a straight arm figure out of my collection. I don't remember which ones of mine were swivel and which ones weren't. But I, I've had all these ones you've mentioned I had. Really? So. You probably had more than me. You're a G.I. Joe dude. And then, of course, next on my list was uh, Snake Eyes. And yeah, him, him I know for sure, was straight arm. Yeah, I didn't have this figure in the swivel arm. Uh, yeah, just a, a an awesome figure. A simple figure, at least in this term, because he was all black with his Uzi and... What else did he have? He had like that... Oh, yeah, the explosives pack. Right. Oh, and... and um, sorry to go back to something. Mm -hmm. You mentioned the bazooka figure. Mm -hmm. um, his name was Zap. I believe that's what his code name was. Uh, oh yeah, yeah, you're right. Yeah, I've got it right there. Yeah, Zap version one bazooka soldier. Which Zap? I don't, I don't know. Like a, a bazooka and the word Zap doesn't seem like he should have a more explosive name than uh, like Zap should be the code name <laughs> for like another like laser pistol soldier right. or something. Well, uh, they ended up having another character later on with the code name bazooka. So, mm. Oh yeah, that is true. So I don't, I don't know what the reason for it. And I, Zap was, yeah, like you said, he was like a twin figure. And again, I think Zap and Grunt were supposed to be kind of initially just troop builders for GI Joe, but yeah. they ended up getting their own little names and having <laughs> their own little story behind them. Yeah, <laughs> and it was, and they, when they both join G.I. Joe, they're just like, oh my gosh, we're long lost brothers with <laughs> that don't look happy to be here. Yeah. And then there was a, one of the classified vehicle drivers also had the same head, a guy named Grand Slam that came with, the, I guess, one of the cannons. Uh, let's see, Grand Slam came with the... No, I think he was the... Um, well, I may be getting this just when you use those Grand's. It says I think here, he came with a little uh, jetpack. No, Mark uh, artillery soldier. Yeah. Yeah, heavy artillery. Yeah, he came with the the cannon that you could pull behind the jeep, the heavy artillery laser, according to yojo.com anyway. The howl. Yeah, because remember they had two they had two cannons. They had the one that just was stationary. Right. And then they had the one that had the wheels that had the trailer hitch that you could put on the back. And I get oh, the. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That was that, but you're right. Okay, yeah. Yeah, I had that one too. Yeah. <laughs> okay, I didn't have that one. So so I only had one one frowny face receding hairline figure <laughs> out, of the, out of the triplets, which is weird. In one wave, they had three figures. They, well, no, I guess because Grunt, I mean, not Grunt, uh, who was the. Yeah, Breaker had the same head as Clutch. Right. And then Short Fuse, looks like he had the same head as Hawk. <laughs> yep. And then, uh, uh, well, and, and Rock and Roll had the same head as Clutch and Breaker. Uh, oh, yeah, that's right. <laughs> and, uh, I think Stu had the same head as, um, Flash. Uh, yeah, you're right. 
Which is weird, because I think there is some different differentiation between the two Cobra figures. Yeah, it was the, uh, basically the, uh, the symbol on the chest. Yeah. And let's see. Oh, but going back to, yeah, so Snake Eyes, which they say that's the version that they used for the G.I. Joe Classified, which I'm just like, no, they used the one with the visor. Uh, yeah. I mean, yeah, this one came with a, came with an Uzi. But he didn't come with an explosives pack, or well, I guess that's all he yeah, had. He <laughs> yeah, he just had the explosives pack and the Uzi. That's all he had. Yeah. The original. Yeah. Well, that's what they're saying. That's like, oh yeah, we based him off of the version one snake. As I was like, no way, he's clearly an amalgam no. of other versions. The version two, yeah. yeah. He has that that sword. Is the version two the one that? Uh, that's the one that came with the wolf, right? Yeah. Ah, I zoomed in too much. <laughs> uh, yeah. I don't know. Did his file card ever actually say anything about him not talking? <laughs> uh, I don't think so. Yeah, looking at it. Oh. No, it maybe it did. I don't know. I put out it pulled up on Yojo. Man, this site is awesome. Uh, let's see, Snake Eyes proficient in 12 different in-arm fighting systems, including karate, because back in the 80s that was a popular fighting system, which is mostly for little kids nowadays. <laughs> Kung Fu and Jitsu, and is highly skilled in the use of edged weapons, which he didn't come with a single one. Nope, nope, not a one. <laughs> and he's a qualified expert in all NATO and Warsaw Pact small arms, like an Uzi. Uh, the man is a total mystery, but he's real good at his job. Heck, he's the best, according to his file card. So, Snake Eyes. And then next on my list was Breaker, the communications officer. Which is, as well. Yeah, which is, he must have been a gift, because there's no way I would have chosen a figure that didn't have a weapon. <laughs> he just had a... Which is ironic, because now, now I wear a headset for a living. Just like Breaker. Uh, let's see. Not much to say on on him because he's got a twin brother. Uh, a twin brother. I'll talk yeah. about later. And then short fuse. I believe I have. Let me pull him up here. Yeah, short fuse. Yeah, with yeah, this little little bazooka. The one that came with the mortar. Yeah, yeah, a little mortar shell gun. Which I would probably, I'm assuming I immediately lost a little uh, dual pod there that was supposed to hold it up. So. Right. There was, a, there was a lot of him shooting it over his shoulder. And another figure with a visor that I probably lost. Which is, that's a really cool detail for a figure that small that they would do, like, visors that early on in the line. Oh, I know. <clears throat> and then, that's it for the Joes that I had. Well, I mean, well, not counting vehicle drivers, and then I had the the one Cobra Trooper. I didn't have the uh, what was the, the other officer. one called the officer. I just had the regular yeah, yeah. Uh, Cobra. <laughs> only only yeah, two but... two bad guys for these twelve guys to fight. Oh, but you got you have the mail-in yeah, Cobra the, Commander. The mail-in Cobra Commander. <laughs> if you put in all your uh, flag points. Yeah. I I do remember getting him. Oh, do you really? Uh. Yeah, I did get him. Um, I don't, I don't remember having the Cobra Troopers, but I had all the the, the Joe figures for sure. Oh, uh, yeah, um, all of them. Uh, cool. So uh, 
you know, counting ones you didn't mention, I had Rock and Roll, which he was the big blonde with the two band, uh, bandoliers and bullets with the large, yeah. I don't know what you'd call it, N60 style gun. Um, and then I also had uh, Scarlet. Oh, you did? Uh, yeah. She was uh, the one and only female figure in this particular year. Uh, yeah. The one and only for several years up until a point. <laughs> but uh, she had a little crossbow, and uh, <clears throat> that's pretty much all she came with. Yeah, and then I guess it would be the vehicle drivers would be the next. Yeah, uh, you can go ahead and take that one since you, you probably had more of those than I did. Uh, and I'll just... Or do you have your, the list so up I there? Definitely had, uh, definitely had, uh, uh, Clutch, who was the driver of the van, the Jeep. Yep, I had him uh, too. Awesome uh, vehicle too. Yeah, he was one of my favorite characters for whatever yeah. reason. His <laughs> whole aesthetic of him appealed to me. Yeah. I was, uh, a f I love the vehicle with the little that gun on the top that had that little tab that you can push back and forth. Uh, make the gun look like it was shooting. Yeah, yeah, because yeah, then the, the barrels of the guns would come in and out. Right. Uh, we talked about Grand Slam. He came with the Howl. I had that one, and that one was really cool because the, the vamp had a little tow hook on the back of it, and the mm -hmm. while the, the Howl could, had little feet that it would set down and be stationary, you could also had some long trailer hitch that you could hook to it and then pull it around with the Jeep, which I thought was awesome. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't have I didn't have that one, unfortunately. Um, <clears throat> that one, let's see. And this is funny because I didn't realize this till much later on in learning about the figures and stuff like this, but I had the mobile missile system with Hawk, which, you know, he ends up becoming the, the general... <laughs> the GI chose and uh, I never realized that that was him in the original figures oh yeah yeah the, you know I mean he just looked like you know uh, uh, short fuse uh, one of the others so he oh, was yeah. kind of always a great figure to me I honestly I don't think I remember his, knew that he had a name until much later on <laughs> but this was really cool this was another one that could be towed by the truck or by the jeep and it had three missiles on it that would sh ah. that you could just take off and, yeah. and fire off and had like a little control pad but it also had a little stand that you could or a little feet that you could make it stationary yeah um, and that one that one was really cool yeah um, and then I don't think I had the other vehicle of that year the um, which was the Swift Steeler the is that the Mobat the tank yeah, the tank with the, uh, the yeah, it was the Mobat. The Mobat was uh, yeah, it was just that motorized tank. Motorized, yeah. Yeah, which I, I never had that originally. I did, in fact. Uh, oh, I didn't bring it with me. Yeah, but when I was in Level Land, I know exactly where it is in Level Land, and I put it aside for my next trip to bring it back, and it was in good condition. I mean, the 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 battery uh, door is broken off. So I can't okay. put those, those giant, <laughs> those four giant batteries from the 80s that would go in there. Uh, but yeah, I had that, and which is weird because I I vaguely remember having Steeler, 
which he was a cool figure, yeah, because he had the helmet that had a like a cool like, like uh, light like vision looking, yeah, yeah, and a gun, which is rare for. It seemed like a rare thing for vehicle drivers where they would have their own gun. Yeah, it was kind of a. See. Which, looking at this gun, yeah, it's an Uzi, which I'm sure I lost that also. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's right. It was an Uzi-style gun. Which, from the from the picture, it looks like some kind of weird... I don't know, the way he's holding it, it's not fully in his hand. Yeah. So it looks like something that has like a magazine clip on the side of it instead of an Uzi. But yeah, I had him. And... Is that all the... That's all the vehicles that had... Uh, that was all figures the with them. That year. Yeah. Or, or sorry, that yeah, they had characters with them. Yeah, because there's still uh, the what the heck is it? The Ram, the motorcycle with the Gatling gun on yep. the side, which I had that. Yeah, which that is, one was really cool. That was really cool. I think that thing may have been the cause of many a thumb to be broken off my figures because it didn't have like true <laughs> handlebars. It had like the two because right. it had the like a cover over the the front. Kind of, sort of, and then like two uh-huh. two plastic notches that went down that you were supposed to stick the fingers in to hold them in or stick their hands in, and I think that knob I, I may have pushed too far in, which may have broken some thumbs off of many a GI Joe in my collection. Right. Yeah, I had uh, I had the Ram as well. I also had the flat cannon, which was the stationary. Yep, I had the uh, anti-aircraft gun, um, and then I had the jump which was the little mm-hmm. jetpack station, which is the one I thought that uh, Grand Slam came with. Which is weird. Always, for some reason, I always have Grand Slam in my head as having a, having a jetpack and, <laughs> you know, that little gun that went with it. Exactly. And like that. But it was, Did they have, because they, they must have had a figure or a character on the art, the box, which may have been what caused people to think that there was a figure that came with it. I guess I, that that's just kind of stuck in my memory. Yeah, which it makes more sense that a figure should have come with that versus a missile system because, like, I don't I don't know. To me, it's weird that a figure would come with a stationary. I mean, I know you could you could pull the that missile thing. Yeah, but I'm just, up the box art here, right here, and it's it's this huge picture of somebody in red pads with the jetpack flying off, and that's like the biggest part of the front of the box, and then. Down in the small corner, you see the little the little uh, 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 platform. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so yeah, that would probably be why I thought the Grand Slam came with. Yeah. It. <laughs> yeah and actually, well, that yeah. box is pro- that box is probably pretty small too. <laughs> yeah, it was. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but I remember having that, and that was one of the ones where, uh, one of the ones for me anyway, where the 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 peg or whatever for the backpack hole never seemed to fit tightly in the back of any of my G.I. Yeah. Joes. And then I think well, I lost... One the... of the things I loved about the vehicles was... Mm-hmm. Well, it, okay, so initially some of the vehicles uh, came with water slide decals. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't know if you remember this, because a lot of people didn't when I talk about this. I said, no, there's always stickers. I said... No, not the first wave of vehicles. Yeah, they had like model kit stickers. stickers <laughs> after they went to the swivel arm, but the initial wave of figures had water slide decals. I remember doing them yeah. on some of the vehicles. And then uh, the other thing I really liked about the, the vehicles was their instructions. 
and the blueprints that came mm-hmm. with it. Yeah. So you had the instruction book, and then you had the blueprints that gave you all the details about the, the the vehicle and everything like that, and usually told you where to put the stickers. Yeah. And I always thought that was super cool about the GI Joe stuff is the having the blueprints in there mm-hmm. of the vehicle and everything like that. Yeah, I remember I used to keep those in like the the same shoebox I would keep my figures in, just because it was just. Just from an art aesthetic, it was really cool to have. Which I wish I still had those, because those would be cool to have framed. Which I mean, I guess you can probably oh, yeah. you can print them out. Thanks to Yojo.com, they have those yeah. scanned also. <laughs> but yeah, you know, I remember what you're talking yeah. about about the the stickers, the like model kit type stickers. And I I remember watching my dad get frustrated trying to put them on my toys because I refused to do that. <laughs> Uh, the one thing I didn't have was the, the cardboard missile command headquarters. Yeah. I did not have that. I thought I did, but I was remembering the uh, one of the train sets, the G.I. Joe train sets that had, like, cardboard oh, yeah. stuff. But oh, uh, we'll go into that on another episode when we get to those waves, or ancillary right. toys. Uh, so, but the, the, the missile headquarters was a, was a Sears exclusive, and mm. it's just not something I had. You know, yeah. I mean, I... Just like kind of the other Star Wars stuff that were Sears exclusives that mm-hmm. I didn't have. Yeah. I don't even think you I know. knew that existed until years, like probably the 90s when they started cataloging and looking back at stuff like that. And I was just like, whoa, that actually existed? This right. piece of cardboard? But yeah, that's. Was there anything left out of G.I. Um, Joe? Uh, and that, I mean, unless you want to talk about the official collector's display case. Oh, yeah, the little. Which I didn't have. Uh, I don't know if I had this or not. Yeah, yeah. Kids growing up on the ranch didn't have stuff like that. When you had a box that your boots came in, they're <laughs> just like, just use that. Right. <laughs> like, all right, I'll use that. But it looked, I, I feel yeah. like I've seen it, so I'm sure I had some neighborhood friend that had that. Right. Probably the same kid that had the USS flag. That seems like something <laughs> he would have. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, the only other thing was the old Cobra Commander being a male in. Yeah, you said you had that? I had that one, yeah. That's we, cool. We, uh, we cut out the flag points, you know. Of course, I mean, after talking about it, I had almost everything, so. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it sounds like it. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. And I saw it because I, I pulled up a, on our Facebook page. I actually posted the the Wave 1 catalog and the... Uh, the order form uh, for Cobra for Cobra Commander because I wanted to see how many flag points that actually it actually was and oh man our maybe our Facebook page is really busy because it's taking a while to load <laughs> we got a lot of people checking it out on a Saturday morning right <laughs> well, we'll get back to that wow, why is it taking so long to load oh there it is okay Cobra Commander mail away. And it's loading. And he came with the little blow dryer gun. Yeah, his blow dryer gun. <laughs> okay, so it was a total of five flag points plus 50 cents postage and handling. <laughs> yep. That sounds about right. <laughs> That's a bargain, man. So you'd have to buy five figures at what was probably, what, like three bucks, if that. <laughs> Oh, and here's something I didn't realize about it. He also came with that Sears exclusive along with one of each of the Cobra and the Cobra officers. 
that uh, that cardboard missile thing. So I didn't realize he came that way. I thought oh, it was really? only a mail-in. Oh wow! Oh, that's cool. I didn't realize that his his back had a little thing that you could put his blow dryer in. Yep. That's cool. Was yours a straight arm version, or did you get like an updated? Honestly, I don't remember. I, I'm gonna I'm gonna say he was probably an updated version. Yeah. It probably took me a little time to get the. Because I don't think you knew you could mail him off unless you bought one of the vehicles. Oh, really? Because the action figures didn't have the information mm-hmm. on the back of the cards to mail off a figure. Oh, yeah. So I think they were in the little, it wasn't until you bought one of the vehicles that you got that information that you could do that. Yeah. So, I honestly, I don't remember um, which one I had. And then, then apparently there's some, even the logo on his chest was a little different between the two versions. Oh, really? So... Well, do we have anything else to on our G.I. Joe Wave 1 list? No, oh, man, I think that pretty much covers <laughs> it sounds like you're... the 1982s. Yeah. I mean, so, we keep doing this, some of the later waves are going to take a little longer. No, I yeah, know. <laughs> no kidding. Especially, like, mid to late 90s for me, anyway. He'll fight for freedom wherever there's trouble. G.I. Joe is there. Here, the G.I. Joe Collection. Infantry Trooper. Codename Grunt. Bazooka Soldier. Codename Zap. Motor Soldier. Codename Short Fuse. Laser Rifle Trooper. Codename Flash. Ranger. Codename Stalker. Communications Officer. Codename Breaker. Machine Gunner. Codename Rock and Roll. Counterintelligence. Codename Scarlet. Commando. Codename Snake Eyes. Each sold separately. G.I. Joe from Hasbro. Okay, well, in that case, I think we can move on to... Our Transformers Wave 1 list. Oh, wait, hold on. That's on another page here. I'm filling up pages of my official Near Mint Fanboys uh, notebook here, which just has a sticker on it to make it official. Which Wave 1 of Transformers, which was surprising that I had as many of those as I did. In some cases, I had two of the same, thanks to... Uh, Christmas 1984. Right. Blish. Excuse me. Which Transformers was what came out in... Uh, toys were released in 1984. Yeah. Uh, awesome toy line, I think, because you had a, oh, lot of, a lot of sturdy die-cast slash plastic figures made up of, what, two, possibly three different Japanese toy lines yeah. merged together to try to make a cohesive story that worked for me I bought it yeah <laughs> they all seemed to match to me I was like oh yeah I can see all these figures being in the same toy line so on uh, these uh, I just split mine up by Autobots and Decepticons yeah so if we want I'll go I'll start with the Autobots which of course I had Optimus Prime probably uh, my, my favorite yeah. and I still have my original Optimus Prime only only the uh, figure. I don't have the trailer for him any longer, uh, or his gun. And he's pretty—he's in pretty played-with condition. A lot of a lot of chipping on his diecast, but probably my my most prized possession uh, is that Optimus Prime. And then a couple, a few years later, uh, when we moved to Level Land, I went to, and I think it was in high school. We went to an estate sale, 
and they were selling a bunch of toys, but this guy had a full, complete Optimus Prime that was in great condition, which I still have that one. Had the trailer, roller, uh, hands, his gun. <coughs> uh, oh, wow. Uh, he, he looked like he had not been played with, or at least that kid took better care of it than, than I did. Uh, really cheap, and I think they still had the, uh, it, he had the, uh, the little cardboard thing cut out with the little red little thing on the back that would give his stats that, that, you'd, have, that you'd have to slide that little red thing over. Yeah. The, the little red part of the 3D glasses. <clears throat> yeah, that was another cool thing about the Transformers, and, you know, uh, that they had that little cool little stat card that you had to put the little red thing in every 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 boxed figure yeah. had a little red thing to do that mm-hmm. and uh and then they also had the like br- blueprint style instructions mm-hmm. yeah. which i thought were really no no they had a blueprint and then they had a set of instructions on how to transform it and then they had a separate blueprint kind of thing yeah i remember i remember not agreeing with some of those stats like for like speed and intelligence on some of these figures, I was like, "What?" Not based on the cartoon, this is ridiculous. Yeah, I know. <laughs> uh, uh, I, I had Optimus Prime too. Um, yeah, uh, I uh, <laughs> I didn't have near as many of these as I had GI Joe, so uh, mm-hmm. I'll just uh, I'll comment as you go <laughs> Of what I did have. Okay. Because <laughs> it's going to be a short list. <laughs> All right. Well, for the the next step would be classified as the cars for the Autobots. For that, I had Hound, the Army Jeep, which I had two of those, and oh, I got right. and I got them within like probably twelve hours of each other. Because like I said, Christmas of 1984. Uh, had Christmas Christmas Eve at one one set of grandparents' house. And so the so he and he was my first transformer. The first one that I unwrapped and owned was this was Hound at my grandparents' house on Christmas Eve, nice. which I thought was awesome. And then Christmas morning, uh, the main Christmas at my other grandparents' house, is where uh, I got most of these. Where I got another Hound, <laughs> uh, which was awesome because I, I liked him because he had the uh, uh, like the the gun on the back. Which I, I can't remember, and uh, I, I can't remember if that gun was also his handgun or if he had a separate handgun. No, he had a separate. A handgun. separate handgun. handgun. on the back didn't. Uh, it, it was kind of aesthetic, but the handgun he held, if I remember correctly, would shoot a little missile. Uh, well, mm, now he had a shoulder-mounted uh, missile launcher. Oh, okay, that's right. That's okay. right. Yeah, now now I see oh, the maybe, pictures here. Maybe, on that. maybe that one was his handgun then. Uh oh yes it was wait is it these pictures are deceiving on this okay let me get this side okay no okay so he had the missile launcher on his shoulder he had a swivel gun on his back the it looked like it re- was removable but it wasn't it just swiveled up and down and then he had a separate handgun oh okay okay but the 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 design of it is awesome mean, because he looks like a real like army jeep when you have him in vehicle form like they went into a lot of yeah. A lot of detail on the Japan side that created these figures to make right. them, which I guess I mean I don't even know. Like, do you even get license from Jeep? <laughs> to, probably not back then. <laughs> yeah, probably not. <laughs> but I mean, it was it was one of the whole reasons I even like Jeeps today. <laughs> yeah, yeah, me too. I mean, I drive a Jeep now. 
Uh, yeah, I remember on him and the stickers. I still have Hound too, and he's over there in the in the corner of the room there. He's got a, a rearview mirror that's broken off. None of his guns. His arms don't pop out of the side as well as they used to, but I still have him. <laughs> Only one of the two, anyway, that I have of the two that I had. Uh, next up, I had Blue Streak, uh, which then all the print that I ever saw of him, even back then. He was actually blue with a silver hood. I had the f- silver blue streak, uh, where he was just oh, a complete okay. a complete silver vehicle, which I always thought was weird. Uh, but he was the I think he was a Porsche, if I remember correctly. Whereas yeah, blue streak. Looks like it. Yeah, I think even the box art. Yeah, the box art had him where he was the blue vehicle with the silver hood. Yeah, but even all the the photos of him on the Unicron.com that you sent me, he's the silver version. Uh, yeah, but he was cool. He was one of those that was, for me, was always weird to transform because the you had to twist his legs around. Oh yeah. Uh, which was, I mean, he had the same transforming style as the other the other cars, not not Hound as the Jeep, but the uh, Blue Streak, uh, Sand Streaker. They had a similar prowl. Yeah. Uh, they all had this, the same transform function. Uh, with, which I, I love the fact that the doors would actually, when they were in car form, would like would actually open. Oh yeah, it'd be their wings on the back. Yeah, it'd be their <laughs> wings, which mine could, which mine could fly. That, yeah. Yeah, which mine could fly because they had wings. <laughs> and he had the double double missile launchers, the kind of the kind of chrome uh, weapons that would always start to chip pretty easily. Uh, so Blue Streak. Then I had uh, Sunstreaker, the yellow Lamborghini. That's one I did have. Yeah, and I liked him. He had a cool. I mean, he's another one that just like in vehicle form looked awesome. Like you could you oh, could yeah. you could just play with them, just like if you're just like playing regular cars with your friends, you know, and then bashing them into each other. But yeah, I mean, it was a that was a good looking figure with the engine on the back. Uh, robot form. Now that I'm looking at it again, not so great. <laughs> no. Articulation not so cool. They did have that cool feature where, like, the I mean, he was one of the ones where, like, he had removable hands, like Optimus Prime. Yeah. Uh, but for him, they had like, uh, like a laser muzzle or whatever that you could jam into his hand port on his arm to make another weapon. Yeah, he, if I remember, yeah, his. <laughs> He basically just kind of unfolded and stood up and yeah, he'd be with the front of the car and mm-hmm. they didn't actually move or anything. They just <laughs> he just kind of stood there. Yeah, not the <laughs> most articulated figure. I think he had elbow movement, but that was probably more as a necessity for the transformation than it was for right. <laughs> toy articulation. And they had those shoulder, those little yellow pegs on his shoulders, which I guess were supposed to be missiles that launched out of his shoulders. <laughs> and rubber tires, which is, I mean, I guess back right. in the back in the eighties they spared no expense when it came to. Yeah, they all, if I remember correctly, they all had rubber. Yeah, tires. they all had rubber tires. That is true. Which was kind of a neat detail of those, yeah. especially playing with them in, in car form. You know, they mm-hmm. had that that grip and they they rolled pretty well. Yeah, and this is a weird one because I had a uh, wheeljack. He's the last of the cars that I had. But I didn't have him in Wave One. I got him as a mail away, uh, 
probably a year later, like in Wave 2, because uh, I remember my dad ordering it, and I don't know what the promotion was. I actually think it may have been a gas station promotion that they may have had with a gas station chain, which I oh, guess kind of, which I guess kind of makes sense that Transformers would have some kind of cross promotion with like you know like Shell or Exxon or something like that. Right. Uh, but yeah, but I got him as a mail away figure because I remember when one time when he picked me up for the weekend. And, you know, and he showed me, he's like, oh, guess who came in the mail today? And it was, you know, he just came in like a regular, like, brown cardboard box. Uh, no, no, you know, Transformers box packaging or anything like that. He was just, uh, you know, wrapped in plastic with the instructions and his stuff. So that's the only, I had Wheeljack, but I mean, I didn't have him in Wave 1, but I did have him. Yeah. And I liked him. He was... At, yeah, Wheeljack at a, was always a cool-looking car. Yeah. And he was, uh, you know, yeah, the car looked awesome. Uh, transformation, kind of like Sunstreaker, a little bit, not quite. Uh, yeah, it was, it was very similar. And that's one of the things, like we were talking about with G.I. Joe's, where they repurposed the same head or whatever, things like that. Yeah. Some of the same vehicles, they, they changed them aesthetically a little bit, but the transformations were essentially the same. Yeah. And he had the little fold-out wings on his back. Two sets of missile launchers, one for each shoulder. Probably even less articulation than Sunstreaker, because his he just had his hands that kind of went side to side, not even side to side, just to one side. And again, that's part of his transformation, not really due to posability. But yeah, I mean, looking at him, like he had probably had the most accessories out of most of these Transformers. Oh, and he's cool too because in robot in car form, his hood would come up or his canopy would come up. And if he had those little Takara minifigures that were part uh, of the, were part of the Japanese line, you could put them. You could put a little figure inside him. Oh, that's cool. Which I which I had two of those little minifigures that came with the Diaclon uh, robots because I had I had uh, t- I had two of those, and I, and that's when I noticed like these little figures fit perfectly inside these Transformers figures. That's so, funny. but the, but they were robots. They were like little chrome bodies with. Uh, uh, red and blue plastic arms and plastic legs that you could uh, take off, but they were my spike and spark plug from the cartoon. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh, yeah, so I had Wheeljack, so he's the last of my of my cars. Did you have any other cars other than what I had? No, I think I think. Well, I might have had Sideswipe. Maybe I'm getting Sideswipe mixed up with Sunstreaker. Uh, which was Sideswipe? The oh, he was the, was the, the red, red sports car. Yeah, I didn't have him. I wish I had him. I always liked him. I liked him on the cartoon. Yeah, he was another red Lamborghini, which is cool. So they had two Lamborghinis in the line with two completely different oh, transformations. Right. But yeah, they had two different transformations because they both look completely different in robot mode, which is cool. Which is a good way to get away with having the same vehicle. Right. Which I think they use Sideswipe more in the cartoon than they ever use Sunstreaker. He was more right. of a regular character. I, uh, looking at him now, I don't think I had him. He just kind of <laughs> looked familiar in the box. Yeah. But. Well, there was again, a. Oh, go ahead. I, again, I didn't have many of the Transformers. So, and I know my cousin, who we spent a lot of time with him, he had a lot of them. Because yeah. I remember, like, Ratchet and Ironside, um, mm-hmm. Mirage, you know, yeah. uh, 
Trailbreaker, he had a lot of the Transformers. Yeah. Oh, Trailbreaker. Which they, they have a new version of most of these in that new uh, Transformers War for Cybertron line. Which, oh, ba- yeah. which, which basically they're just making versions of these G1 characters that you know you would have loved to have back then with like articulation and awesome transfer and awesome vehicle modes. So they have a Trailbreaker, yeah. which I want to get. I've been considering picking up a couple of them. They look pretty good. Yeah, I think the only one I have of that line is Cliff Jumper, uh, which he's really he's a really cool version of that because I never had Cliff Jumper in the original run. Uh, which I'll go with the the mini cars, uh, which I, I thought I had more of those than I did, uh, at least out of Wave 1 anyway. I think in other waves I had more. Yeah. But the, the only one I had was Windcharger, which he was a, a, a Firebird, uh-huh. which back around that time I was huge in the Trans Ams and stuff because of Knight Rider, and then eventually right. like my dad bought a Firebird Trans Am in 1986, which I was just like, yes, we have, like I had every toy that had that was a trans that was a Firebird, and then when he <laughs> found when he like bought an actual one, I was just like, oh my god. So yeah, so I was a, I was a huge Firebird Trans Am fan, so that's why you know Wind Charger. And he kind of looked like I mean for a mini car, he looked a little Firebirdish. I mean that's what he was supposed to be, and he kind of looked like what he was supposed to. Right. And he's another one that I that I, I still have the original one. He's a little banged up, but then when like Walmart started re-releasing them, uh, uh-huh. the the uh, releasing them, you know, in the original packaging and stuff like that, I picked up another one uh, now, so I could have a good I condition. Remember correctly on these, and you get correctly for wrong. They had the deal where you could put a penny in the back of them, and then they had some pullback motor things. Is that is that true on these, or did they was that something else? Uh, like a later wave. I don't know. I mean, I know there was Penny Racers that they, that that, that the, the yeah. I mean, the mini cars looked a lot like those because they were kind of scrunched up, little cute looking cars. Yeah, that's probably what I'm thinking. Yeah, about then. yeah. I, I was thinking they were Transformers, <laughs> but now when I kind of said it out loud, I'm like, eh, I think there's enough room in there for them to transform <laughs> and have a little motor. And oh yeah, that's true. <laughs> Well, I did have, like, because I had a knockoff uh, Transformer line that was, like, one of those, like, gas station finds. Uh-huh. And, and actually, I think I, had, I brought it with from, with me from Leveland, but there was a line of transforming toys, knockoffs, that had motorized, removable motorized parts on them. And I had a, a train uh, that would, you know, transform into a robot, but he had a removable motor that just had the two back wheels on it that you could stick into him when he was a train and pull him back and let him go that was similar to that but okay. yeah but it, I, yeah, I, I think i think i think you're right i forgot about pity racers i think that's what i'm kind of combining the two with yeah uh again on these i didn't have many of them i i may have had bumblebee and cliff jumper i i know my cousin had some of them and if anything he probably had all of them because i they all <laughs> look familiar to me yeah in my memory uh and everything like that, or other friends having them, so it's kind of hard to. I know I didn't personally have a lot, but I do remember like playing with all of these. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and I think like in in later lines, I probably have more of the mini cars because that they're they're easy for like relatives to get as, to give as gifts as the mini cars versus right. you know that first Christmas where they're just like, man, we can't keep paying for these giant diecast <laughs> ones. 
Uh, then for the Decepticons, I didn't have Megatron, uh, which I don't I don't know that I ever saw a Megatron in the in the wild. I don't know that I had any friend that had one. Uh, so I had Soundwave and Buzzsaw, which Soundwave was my leader for the longest time, <clears throat> which I like I liked him a lot. Uh, he he's another one that had like decent articulation due to the transformation, because he had the shoulders that went back, so you could have. And you could have his arms, you know, go up and down. He had elbow articulation, uh, you know, transformed into a, a little cassette recorder, which was big in the 80s. Yeah. Like, it, it's hard for them to try to find a way to transform him now. So here's, here's the thing that cracks me up about the Transformers, you know, mm-hmm. especially in this initial wave, is that they were all, it was, you know, uh, what was the tagline? Was it vehicles in disguise? Uh robots in disguise more than meets the eye okay so but everything except the cassettes Soundwave and Megatron are vehicles Mm -hmm. of some sort so it just (laughs) always cracked me up I thought it was funny it's like these are like small little items yeah (laughs) yet they're as big as the (laughs) yeah but then when they transform they're as as big as the other ones where they had the they had the makeup that what do they call it mass displacement is what they eventually yeah. came up with. Where they uh, there were so uh, cracked me up. <laughs> even though Soundwave is probably my favorite top favorite Transformers mm-hmm. by far. I yeah. I always liked the idea of him and and the little cassettes and everything like that. And I know they came out with an Autobot one of him later, and I like that one a lot too. But yeah. I love the idea of the cassettes being animals or more people and inside him, and he could inject them out. Yeah. Yeah, I always liked him, and he was a good size figure. I think he may have been. Yeah. He may have been slightly taller than Optimus Prime, but not by much. If yeah. if if that. They were in that, those I guess you would call them the deluxe ones. Yeah. The larger figures. You yeah. Because even they were bigger than the. Uh, than the Jets, I think. Yeah. Yeah, I think They're you're right. Bigger than all the cars. Yeah, definitely. And I had, and he came with Buzzsaw, which was rarely featured in the cartoon his go-to bird was always laser beak yeah uh, which i always thought was weird i was like i don't even know this bird like why did he come with laser beak and then for the jets i only had sky warp he was the black jet with the purple wings out of this line out of the wave one anyway i didn't have starscream uh and he was a cool one i always liked the jets uh, of course they had little canopies that opened up also where you could put the little figures if you managed to find one the missile launching missiles under his wings that would be mounted on the arms like in the cartoon uh, which I always liked Uh, the cassettes I only had uh, Rumble and Laserbeak even though the packaging says Frenzy and Laserbeak but I go by the cartoon I don't go by (laughs) the packaging (laughs) Uh, which to me Rumble will always be the little blue purple guy uh, I didn't have uh, Frenzy or Ravage uh, at the time, but I always liked them. They had decent articulation, uh, easy to yeah, lose. They were, really... they were smaller than the mini cars, so they were always easy to lose. Did you have any of those? Um, any Decepticons? Yeah, I think on all these, my cousin had them. Um, I, I I know he had Starscream, and I think he had Thundercracker. I don't think he had Skywarp. If I remember correctly, Skywarp was the one that was 
the harder to find of the three, and even that's even true today. Like he's the rare one. To oh find. really? Damn! Yeah. I wish I still had. I wish I still had him. <laughs> uh, and then I'm sure my cousin had a couple of the tapes. I remember Ravage explicitly because we did play with him with the GI Joes because he was around the right size. You know, we yeah. uh, we we commonly took all our toys and combined them together to play. Yeah. and stuff so Transformers with G.I. Joe's and all that stuff like that so <laughs> um, but yeah I don't think I had any any of those specifically I, I, yeah, and I remember playing with them when I've done enough uh, work at the comic book store playing with old toys and things like that that I definitely remember handling most yeah. of these but <laughs> never really owning any myself yeah well, that's cool I think I had um yeah, I wish. I think in later lines, I think uh, my Decepticon start. We could, well, they didn't have a lot of Decepticons in that first wave to begin with. So. No, not really. Yeah, it was mostly, which is weird because even like with GI Joe, it's weird that in those lines, like GI Joe Transformers, they would start with, oh, you know, you'd get more good guys than bad guys, which in yeah, my mind, I, I was I just mean, like. I think it made sense back then because we're like, we really want this toy line to do well, so let's give them as many heroes as we can. Yeah. You know. <laughs> So. Which, which in my mind was just like, why does it take so many good guys to beat so, so little bad guys? Like these must be some really bad dudes. Right. And uh, I think the last, <clears throat> the last of the Transformers I had from Wave One were mail away figures, which they had uh, three. Uh, oh, they had two sets of mail-aways. They had the Power Dashers, which were uh, repackaged like cheap other Japanese Takara toys that don't even match Transformers, but they, you know, add uh-huh. them as mail-aways, which the, these were figures that, that had the pullback function. Uh, there was, uh, the ones that I had was uh, one called Cromer, uh, which was, uh, they, I think they worded it as a Cybertronian jet, but he was just like a piece of plastic that had real simple transformation. I think like his arms just went up, so that made the nose cone. <laughs> and his legs folded up, and he had wings, and you pulled him back and let him go. Oh, uh, GoBot. Essentially, yeah, basically a GoBot. It even had like a GoBot-type face. I think it had a sticker for a face, if I remember. And then I had one called uh, Aragon, which was... Uh, it, they listed him as an F1 racer, which he did not look anything like that. He was one where, like, his legs folded up to make the wing the back wing of the car uh, and I think his arms also folded up over his head uh, to make the front of the car and he was another one that you pulled back and let him go and they had a drill which I didn't have uh, that was a similar transformation but they were called the power dashers because they had that pullback function dashers. yeah but they, yeah. They, they do not fit in with the aesthetic of G1 transformers at all they're very gobot I think even gobots look a little bit better than what these figures look like. And I found those on the uh, Transformers wiki uh, and for, the ni- for the 1984 part, and I remembered having those. And well, then, they have them on uh, Unicron, but they're listed under 1985. So oh, really? listed under the next year. That's they don't weird. have pictures of them, though. They just yeah. list them. They list the Omnibots and the Power Dashers. Yeah. See, I would assume that there would be... 1985 also, but the transform. That's what, that's what Omicron is saying. Uh, and, and oh my gosh, how much bigger the line got in just one year? Yeah, no because kidding. 1985 is huge. Yeah, stuff. it's huge. 
Well, well, I'm looking forward to talking about that next time we talk about it. Yeah, me too. I may, well, I'll go ahead, because I was going to say, I'll save the Omnibots for Wave 2, but, I mean, I, I mean, I only had Overdrive, which was a red Ferrari F12, and he fit it, he, yeah, and he fit in great with the regular cars, like Blue Streak and Sunstreaker, like, he was a good, and he was a cool car, he had the, my favorite feature on him was the, the hood was the chest, and the chest had a flip-out dual cannon, uh-huh. uh, that was really cool, and he had decent articulation, uh, I mean, he looked good. He was probably... I would get him and uh, Sideswipe confused because they were both red, uh, you know, European sports cars, Lamborghini and a Ferrari. See, I feel like I had maybe some of those mailways for whatever reason. Yeah. Yeah, if that one doesn't have the... Yeah, I would go to the wiki, Transformers wiki, because that actually has the photos of, of them. Yeah, but it's weird. It makes more sense that they would be an 85 than 84 because... I don't know. It would just seem that they wouldn't have been that popular right away to have that many mail-aways. Right. But who knows? Maybe they'll do a little bit more research and see exactly when these came out. But, yeah, that's all I had for my Transformers Wave 1 list. Is there anything out of those that you had or any that no, we didn't I mean, have? not many. I remember having Optimus, personally. Yeah. Uh, I think I had some of the mini cars, but I think it was either Bumblebee or Clip Jumper. I always wanted Soundwave, but I know my cousin had him, so I don't think I ever had him. Yeah. Uh, and then I, I think the the car I'm thinking of that I had might have been one of those Omnibots. Yeah, you should take a look at those because they. I, I remember the the advertising for them, uh, not like commercials, but just like print advertising, and seeing those other two cars that were available versus the uh, the one that I actually had. Yeah, I'll have to look those up. I'll have. I'll have I think I may have even had one of those power dashers. Yeah. Kind of look familiar to me too, or the names sound familiar to me too. Yeah. Oh, and another cool feature on Overdrive that I forgot about till I saw this picture was he had fold-out wings that were actually part of his transformation. He had two little black wings that popped out from underneath his doors. Oh, so nice. he was, yeah, so he actually had kind of a flight mode. Uh, yeah, that's another one where it just the vehicle mode looks like the vehicle. And then you know they add they add on extra stuff like wings and pop out cannons. He's like a James Bond yeah. car. <laughs> yeah, they were really unique in what they've done, and you know, in a lot of cases, you know, now they've they've definitely greatly improved them. But in some cases, I kind of miss the old diecast. Mm-hmm. Yep. You know, stuff and everything like that. Speaking of Transformers, have you heard about the uh, the Red series? Oh yeah, yeah. Where they're doing like a like a Marvel Legends Star Wars Black Series version of Transformers. Yeah, I think it's I think it's kind of cool. I don't know how well they'll do because they don't they're Transformers that don't transform. Yeah. But I well, think you know some of these, especially you know, nostalgic people like us mm-hmm. would like this wouldn't mind having a figure of you know a favorite character that looks like he did in the cartoon as opposed yeah. to a you know what they do when they transform. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you know, with good articulation, good accessories, because they kind of remind me of the, what were those Transformers that came out later that uh, they were about like three and three quarters? They didn't transform, but they came with vehicles. Oh, uh, yeah. Which, you know, that'll probably come up in future episodes of our discussions of these lines. Yeah, I'm, I'm not as familiar, you know, 
you do GI Joe or He-Man, you know, I'm a, I'm a little more familiar with those toy lines, even Mask, you know. Mm-hmm. But Transformers was just not one. I liked them, but I just never got as into them as other friends did. My cousin always seemed to have a bunch of them, so there was never really, never really seemed like a need for me to to get all <laughs> in on them when I was more focused on GI Joe. Yeah. I mean, you can almost describe like one little part um, from a GI Joe, and I can tell you what it goes to. <laughs> <laughs> but, but Transformers is a little tougher, especially in the later Transformers stuff when I was really more focused on GI Joe and, yeah. and not Transformers at all. <laughs> yeah, I think. Okay, I see it here. Yeah, 1990. They were called Action Masters. Oh yeah, yeah, they yeah. Were, okay. Yeah, they had like five points of articulation: just arms, legs, and. Uh, head. head movement, yeah. The Transformers, more than meets the eye. Autobots face their penalty, destroy the evil forces of the Decepticons. The Transformers, more than meets the eye. The Transformers, robots in disguise. Attack me on a black commander! Call in the Decepticon leader! The Transformers, the Transformers from Hasbro. I'm starting to smell breakfast here, so we want to do our, our uh, Fanboy 5 classified. Again, I actually have someone actually sent theirs also, so we've got that to, to take a look at. Yeah. So, um, yeah, so now it comes down to our one of our favorite segments in the show, of which we don't have very many segments. Uh, but a, a reoccurring segment is uh, because of the new uh, G.I. Joe classified line, uh, the six-inch figure line, uh, we we wanted to have make a wish list of the top five figures with probably a six honorable mention. At, at, this, at this point, it's just Fanboy 5 in name only, right. <laughs> just because well, it, sa- it sounds cool, uh, I mean, but, but it's really six. I want all of them. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I never thought I'd be as excited about six-inch figures as I was when I heard about these. Yeah, uh, and I really, I really like the way these new figures are looking. Mm-hmm. I haven't had one in hand yet, so I don't have. But I mean, with what they've been doing with Marvel Legends and the Star Wars oh, yeah. Black series, they've really come a long way. <laughs> Speaking of that, did you see Hasbro is uh, uh, crowdfunding a, a six-inch scale? Uh, Sentinel, he's like 26 hmm. inches tall. Oh, yeah, I saw that yesterday. Yeah, that's crazy. I was just like, oh, my God, he's over two feet tall. <laughs> and he looks good, too. And he comes with another six-inch Sentinel. Yeah, I think uh, it's Bastion. <coughs> yeah. Bastion. Yeah. That looks cool. Yeah. I would like it. I would never be able to afford it. Yeah. And I would not have a place to put it. <laughs> yeah, well, it's like, it's like the job of sale barge they did for the three and three-quarter figures. I just... It's just never going to happen. Yeah. <laughs> so, exactly. Unfortunately. Unless we get our own store and we just that way we can have the space to display it, not for right. sale. Uh, uh, but yeah. But for my list, I, I kind of because I didn't because I wanted the I didn't want to put figures that uh, one like different versions of figures that were that have already been released because I'm sure that those will happen anyway. Like Snake Eyes and Storm Shadow, which Storm Shadow is still a pre-order, but they did, they yeah. didn't they didn't release them as a version I wanted, which is the one in the white outfit. They have that like Arctic Attack Storm Shadow, 
but that and, and looks more like when he joined the Joe team. Yeah. His Joe costume. Oh yeah. So I I honestly thought it's kind of an amalgamation of both of them a little bit. Mm-hmm. So I don't know if they'll go back and do another one because, like you said, they said they based the Snake Eyes off the original costume, and we all know looking at that that it's more like the version two costume. Yeah. Well, the reason because because I, I wanted to add the. Was it version three? Is it version three? Version four Snake Eyes, the blue and black one with the orange goggles. I wanted to add him because I like him, but I'm just like Snake Eyes is like he's going to be like the Batman or Spider Man of that line. Like yeah. they'll be able to get collectors to buy him, which they're doing. They're doing right now with the same figure, just painted differently. Because they have right. the, the the one on the shelves is all black versus the one that you could get through Hasbro Pulse, which is the one I have, which is the same figure but with like brown pants yeah basically i mean he got a lot more cool accessories with yeah. that one I'll, I'll say that for sure <laughs> which uh, you know man i wish i hadn't waited to pick that or to try to get that one but yeah and listeners you can go to our website nearmintfanboys.com and see my photo shoot with that figure <laughs> Uh, yeah, so I, I didn't take, I didn't put those on there. I didn't put uh, like figures that are already on the the artwork for that line. So I didn't put Baroness or right. uh, the Alley Viper, which Alley Viper would have been my number one. But he's in the artwork, and all the other figures in that artwork already, you know, are, are already action figures now, like Gung Ho, Cobra Commander, Snake Eyes, Lady J, all the, or not Lady J, uh, right. Scarlet. So, so I didn't include them just because I'm already sure that they'll, they'll be released anyway. Uh, so that, that that's how I formed my list. Uh, uh, so it wouldn't be figures that I think will already be made anyway. Yeah. Uh, so do you have a... Uh, I'm assuming you have at least six, right? <laughs> well, I, I, have, I, have, I have five. You do have five? Two that I, I would like to see as a two-pack, so they're, I guess, ah. honorable mention. Okay, that's cool. I, so, I have, um, how do you want to do this? you want to go through, uh, you want to do honorable mention first, you want to do that last, or do you want uh, to... No, we can go down, and then our number one will be the last one. Okay. Um, so, I'll just, I'll just go ahead and, my honorable mentions, what I would love to see them do is uh, a Tomax and Zaymot two-pack, and mm-hmm. a Sandar and Santana two-pack. Oh, yeah. That would be cool. I almost did a, the, the twins. Was it Tomat, Tomat and Zaymar? Zaymot. Yeah, Zaymot. There you go. Yeah, because it was just a... Uh, His name backwards. Yeah, name backwards. Yeah. Yeah, I almost went with that also. That's a good one. I would like that. What was the other one? The, okay. uh, it, uh, Zartan's uh, brother and sister. Oh, yeah. Uh, the, Zandar and Zatanna. Yeah. Were they the ones that were Zorana, like in the... Zorana, not Zatanna. Zorana. Were they the, the ones in the pink outfits? Yeah, basically the, yeah. the 80s the, like, shirt punk rock, and yeah. things like that. I, I always <laughs> love those figures. And I'd love to see, you know, like I said, see them. I mean, you know, ideally the Dreadnoughts. And like I said, I'd like to see all of them. But those yeah. those were ones that I was like, oh, man, I'd really like to see those. <laughs> but that's that's kind of my honorable mention, yeah. uh, you know. And, and basically any Cobra Trooper. I didn't put any Cobra Troopers on here because I know they're going to do them eventually. Yeah. And I, I wouldn't be surprised if they do a whole wave of different Cobra Troopers, yeah. um, which is going to bankrupt me. But <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to want at least two of each other. <laughs> yeah. Well, that, for, for my honorable mention, that that is what I picked. I picked either the original Cobra Trooper from the 82 line or the version 1 Viper. Uh, 
yeah. yeah. E- either one of those. Mo- probably more the Viper, just because that would be a cool. Uh, I mean, I don't know because it's it's going to be an updated version of it. It'll be a present day version of that. So even a Cobra right. Trooper might might look cool in a present day version. Because that's what I was hoping for as a troop builder figure. But they came out with the Ninja. Which didn't excite me too much, but I ended up pre-ordering it anyway. But I was just like, I'd rather have like a regular soldier as a troop builder first, right? Because there's already technically two ninjas in the line. There's Snake Eyes and Storm Shadow that they already have. They don't, I don't know that they needed another a third ninja this early in the line. Well, you know, not to go off on a, a rabbit trail on this one, but I feel like maybe they're prepping us for a new show or a new something that, that, yeah. that and the Red Ninjas are going to be maybe the main the thing. Main I don't know. Yeah. I mean... I would like that if that was the case. If that I, was going to be yeah, the case. Too, but I'm, I'm definitely down for just standard Cobra Troopers. And like I said, I wouldn't be surprised if there was a whole line with mm-hmm. like maybe one Joe that's all Cobra Troopers. Yeah. Which I, I think they'd be dumb not to do because I think it would sell really well and they'd probably sell it by the caseloads. Yeah. Then I'd be on eBay because all the scalpers got to pretty excited of what they're doing, even though they've already duplicated a character with the Pimp Daddy Destro. Oh, yeah, which Um, I pre ordered. (laughs) But, you know, I I thought it was pretty cool. I had one of the the original Pimp Daddy Destro. Did you really? (laughs) Uh, Well, I say the original. When they they started re releasing Mm -hmm. uh, Joe's and things like that, it was the San Diego. Club exclusive. And oh, really? I ended up selling it, unfortunately. But yeah, I had some of those. Uh, so yeah, I mean, I mean, I'm excited with what they're doing, and I just can't wait to kind of see what else they do. But yeah, I, I agree with you, man. Cobra Troopers. Yeah, agreed. All right, so what's next? You want to do your number five now? Now we're into yeah. the, now we're into the fanboy five. <laughs> Uh, so my number five is going to be Wetsuit, the 1986 version, which is going to be the first, the first version of him with the orange helmet and the gray mm-hmm. uh, scuba suit and everything. I just I want to see a diver. The divers and the Joe yeah. line were always my favorite. Um, I love underwater stuff and mm-hmm. things like that. And, and as much as I love, um, uh, and I'm going to blank on his name, the first diver. Uh, I can't remember what his name was. It was in the gray and the black. Oh, here he is. Uh, oh, no, maybe that was the first wetsuit. Uh, it says here, Torpedo. Torpedo, okay, yeah. okay. So wetsuit was the second diver, and he had the orange helmet and everything. I, I like Torpedo a lot, but wetsuit, for whatever reason, man, he really resonated with me, so I'd really love to see a diver in the in the new line. Yeah, yeah I can't believe I didn't pick a diver also, because I, I like those also. I like, I like getting a metal tub of water <laughs> just sticking G.I. Joe's in there well I mean you know you could still play with G.I. Joe's in the tub you had actually yeah. had water troopers and stuff <laughs> like that so it was always always a good time and you know <laughs> I love the boats from G.I. Joe mm-hmm. if there's one vehicle a larger vehicle that I would love to see them do and again I'm going off on rabbit trails on this because this, this whole subject really excites me for whatever <laughs> reason uh, is the uh, water moskin Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's the only one I had. Okay. Man, I love that boat. I love that one. They had like two, you could put two figures in it. They had the, the cockpit and then that gunner uh-huh. thing on top. And then I think it had like little pegs on the side that you could put figures on. Yeah. Yeah, I like that. I think that was the only, like that was their, 
the Cobra version of the what was the GI Joe that giant boat the GI Joes had that hovercraft? Oh, the, uh, the, the whale? Is uh, that what it was? Whale? Yeah. Yeah, I was like, yeah, there was no way I was getting the whale, <laughs> but I got the water moccasin. I never personally had a whale, but my cousin did. Oh yeah. So, yeah, I always wanted one, <laughs> but that was not one that I had. Yeah, I like the figure that came with the water moccasin too. That. Uh, oh, copperhead. Yeah. <laughs> Where yeah, he, he was. Just, cool. <laughs> Uh, so my, where were we, number five? My number five, number five. my number five would be uh, version two rock and roll, the one that had the two double barrel Gatling guns. Yep. I love that guy. Yeah, I like that one a lot too. That uh, was the uh, 1989 version. Yep. Uh, yeah, so I mean, even if they did some kind of amalgam of that figure, as long as he had those two double double barrel, <laughs> double Gatling guns, I would love that, and I like I like that his his color on that one his his costume color. I like that he had like little black like wrist gloves. Uh huh. Uh, but yeah, that was that was, that was I think that was the only rock and roll I had, uh, and I liked oh, yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah, they really rock and roll is one of those, in my opinion, figures that kind of got lost from the original wave. Like they only did like one other version of him, and like you never saw him again. And, until they started re-releasing stuff in the early 2000s. Yeah. You know, uh, and uh, he was always one of my favorite characters for whatever mm-hmm. reason. So, I, he was always a big part in the comic books, but he never mm-hmm. had much in the, yeah. in the cartoon Yeah, in the shows. cartoon, yeah. With an awesome name, too, and a beard. He was a cool dude. Right? <laughs> yeah, so that's my number five. What do you got for number four? Number four, I have Salvo, and I don't know if you remember him. He was uh, from uh, 1990, so he's he's one of the ones, the the latest ones I have. Uh, but he was uh, he had a bald head, he had a helmet that would fit over his head, and it had like a little visor face mask, and then he had this huge rocket launcher that had four missiles at oh. it, that had, and you could flip the missiles out of it. Yeah, and it was just this big four. Uh, uh, no, maybe it was five. I don't know, but it was a big like missile pod. Yeah, five. Wow. And, uh, he he would be cool. Yeah. I just I liked his look, you know, and everything like that. And he's he's the only other than Roadblock, he's the only GI Joe I can remember that was bald. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Which I'm sure Gung Ho would be if he had a removable hat or something. Yeah, probably. Wow, I've yeah. never seen this figure before. I'm just looking at the picture of it now. Yeah, he had a, oh, mis- a missile launcher that had five missiles in it. Then he had like, what is that? Like a gun that looks like shoots it shoots landmines or something. Oh yeah, it shoots the mines or something. Yeah. Yeah, that is cool. That is a. I gotta go on eBay and see if I can find one of these guys. That's a cool looking figure. Oh, it looks like he's got something else here. Oh, he's got like a little briefcase. Yeah, that probably seems right. Wow, that is a cool-looking figure. i got to remember that one. Let me save. Uh, let's see. My collection status, I want it. <laughs> yeah, that's cool. All right, so what was it? We're at number four. Yeah, that was uh, number four. Okay, let me go to... So mine is uh, 1986's uh, Sci-Fi. <laughs> the little green guy. <clears throat> and I've been looking for another ver- uh, looking for uh, 
this guy again because I lost mine and with most of my GI Joes. But yeah, I always liked this guy. He had a cool, you know, cool name, cool bright green costume, cool helmet, you know, non non removable helmet. It was all his head, but you know, it had a visor. Very, a lot of my GI Joes ended up being like superheroes <laughs> just yeah. because just because of their costumes, and this was definitely one of them. And uh, you, you ought to find the uh, the re the revamped the one they did uh, mm-hmm. with the better articulation and everything. Cause yeah, he, I want that one. He's an incredible figure. Is he? I think I, I I think I still have mine of that one from the when they did the better articulation and stuff mm-hmm. on the three quarters in the uh, late two thousands things like that. That one that one's really cool. Yeah. They had a really nice wave of figures that had like him and. Uh, Lifeline and mm-hmm. airtight and you know some of those and they were just really cool figures. Yeah, I like. I, mean, I have to track that down. I think I have one saved on eBay and I just never pulled the trigger on buying it. He's the one that uh, he had that silver laser rifle and then it's the little hose that would mm-hmm. put into the deal and then had that green backpack and it had a little peg on that and it would clip into the the hose would slide into the little pegs. Mm-hmm. And that's that was their solution to what we were talking about earlier with uh, with uh, uh, the, oh, the, the laser, laser gun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I, I do remember the hose. I don't remember losing the hose. I don't remember connecting it very often, just because I like the gun the way it looked uh-huh. uh, without the hose on. I mean, it, it looked it looked like a pretty decent functional gun without having to be attached <laughs> to the backpack. Uh, but yeah, yeah. So uh, sci-fi. I'm surprised he's not further down on my list because I really like this figure. <laughs> but yeah, he, well, uh, it's, it's really funny because we're we're you just finished your number four. We're about to go to number three. Well, my number three is sci-fi also. Oh really? Oh cool. <laughs> Excellent. Uh, and uh, yeah, so that's funny. And actually, your rock and roll is on my list as well. Is he really? Two. Oh really? Oh wow. <laughs> <laughs> That's crazy. Yeah, out of all the figures, uh, my number one just beats him out just by a hair. Honestly. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I had a rough time. That's crazy. Out of a, a line of toys that had hundreds of figures, that <laughs> our list would still <laughs> cross over. And people, this is why we're friends. Yep, exactly. <laughs> I know. Yeah, you know, like if we did this for Ninja Turtles, that would be it would be a pretty oh, quick episode God. just because we probably had everything. <laughs> Okay, so okay, so did you do your number four then, or? Would... Uh, yeah, my number four was Salvo. Oh, Salvo. Okay. So, oh, yeah, that reminds. Yeah. yeah. So, okay. So, so my, number, my number three and my number mm-hmm. two are sci-fi and rock and roll, nineteen eighty-nine. Oh, okay. So, all I have left is number one because we already really kind of talked about it. Okay, well, that's uh, fine. Yeah, because I yeah I agree with you with all of those. So if you want to do your uh, your number three and number two. Sure. And yeah, for the rest of for the rest of my list, it's all nineteen eighty-four action. So I don't know that we'll cross over on number one. So for number three, uh, was one of my favorites was Spirit. Oh which, yeah. Which I would be curious to see how in this day and age they would uh, redo a Native American character. But he was an awesome character. He looked good. He had that light blue top, tan pants. Yep. Had a had an awesome gun that shot many arrows, <laughs> miniature air, miniature arrows and many of them. <laughs> So yeah. Danny Forrest, uh, he came out. He came out the same year as the Snake Eyes with the uh, Wolf. So that was the year they started putting the animal animals. Those figures. Yep. 
And that's one of the reasons I liked him, because he had his hawk, which I'm sure had a name. Let me see if... Um, Freedom. Freedom. Yes, you're right. Freedom. Yeah. Which, unfortunately, Freedom's feet broke off at some point. <laughs> he was oh, just... Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I always liked him. <laughs> yeah, and I always liked that he was a, a tracker. I always liked that as a... a uh, function or a feature in a figure is that that their their specialty was tracking, uh, but he was good. And he had like the uh, the braids on the side, which is a weird, a, a nice cool detail that they would do for a, a figure that small. Uh, and he had a lot of cool detail just in his molding. You know, he had the like I guess like a Bowie knife on his chest, not removable, but still there. Uh, you know, the necklace with feathers on it. Uh, bracelets, you know, the headband, but yeah, yeah, I don't know. I mean, I, I just, I just liked him a lot. And his, uh, his gun was really cool because it was like a modern day bow and arrow because it shot like, like arrow type things. Yeah, yeah, it shot like these little miniature, miniature arrows. Yeah, and his backpack had like two magazines of those arrows yep. on the top of it. Uh, yeah, that was, and it, yeah, and it was just a cool design for the gun. It had a removable belt. Uh, and I think you know they've done it in those like those other later lines where it had the better articulation, like what you were talking about with the sci-fi. He didn't ha- didn't have the same color scheme. I think it was all brown, kind of a brownish. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I'd like to see one with this color scheme redone in that six-inch line. I think that would be cool. Yeah, I think it would be really interesting to see how how they change him and how they they either modernize him or or whatever. Uh, and not that, you know, and I don't know, I don't know any, have any friends that are Native Americans or anything. I don't know if they would have found the spirit from the 1984 line as offensive now. Yeah. Um, you know, again, not being of that culture or whatever, I don't, I don't know. I, yeah. I always thought it was a cool figure, but I always loved, you know, Indian stuff and things like that. And, a six inch uh, figure if they made him look like Billy from Predator because then I could use him in my NECA line <laughs> my NECA Predator line uh, so my number two is going to be a, a, a vehicle character and uh, not really vehicle the, the, the vehicle that came with this figure wasn't much of a vehicle but it's Zartan <laughs> and, and, and I would want him to be just like that uh, figure uh, from 84 where he has yeah. to do he has to do the color change which I seriously doubt that they would do because it would not be a $19 figure uh, but if, if but if he had his little his little sled uh, I, I think a removable face would be cool but I'm sure they would just do a removable head altogether yeah uh, which would be cool but yeah I like I could still do that I don't know it would be interesting to see how they execute him yeah I would like to see that color change because did they do color change on any of the later Zartans, like in the the more modern lines? Um, 
know, but I I want to say his brother and sister had color change too, but mm-hmm. I can't remember if that's true or not. Um, I don't know. What I don't know. Let me see what wave uh, they would have been on. I feel like there were some other figures that had color change. Oh, you know what? I'm probably thinking uh, the Eco Warriors. Oh, yeah, because you could get them wet, that, yeah. I, I don't remember if Bartan was in that line. Yeah, and I remember, like, when I got that figure, I got him on my birthday, I guess either 84 or 85, but uh, in November, my, and that I think that would have been a year where my birthday fell the day before Thanksgiving, one of the rare times that ever happened. Uh, so I was at my grandparents' house with my dad, and my aunts and uncles were over, and my cousin Matt, who was also a G.I. Joe nut back in those days, uh, you know, I, I unwrapped, you know, Zartan as one of my presents that year, and we kept holding him up. It was already dark. It was already nighttime, uh, and we were holding him up. We were holding him up to like regular lamps, and he wouldn't change colors. And I was just like, "What is this? I can't like he's not changing colors." Blah blah blah. And then so I went to bed upset. <laughs> my Zartan would not change colors. And then on Thanksgiving morning. You know, we got up, we started playing outside, and I went and got my G.I. Joes. And as soon as that Zartan hit sunlight and started changing colors, like, right away, I freaked out. And I was just, I grabbed my cousin Matt, and I remember this, it was so embarrassing. Like, I, I grabbed him, <coughs> and I was just like, we have the best dads ever! <laughs> and I don't know why I said best dads. Like, my dad's the one that bought it, not his dad's. <laughs> but in my mind, I, I, I always hear, I hear that in my head, where I just, like, grab him by the shoulders. I was like, we have the best dads ever! Yeah. It's it really cool. They do kind of like the, uh, like they did with the Star Wars with the the biker trooper, do it mm-hmm. as a as a bigger little box set with the vehicle in it. Yeah. And then they could probably do the color change thing, and it because you, you're gonna pay a little more with the vehicle in it anyway. Yeah. So, yeah, I, I think that would be cool. Yeah. To see that. And I always liked that he had a backpack that you could put his little face in, his removable face. Uh huh. So that would be cool if they do something like that. But yeah, so Zartan is my number my number two <laughs> for a, an odd memory that I had as a child. He ranks number two. <laughs> <laughs> so what do you got there for your number one? What's right. the ultimate Brian figure? Number one is, uh, and a lot of reason this one is my number one is mainly because of the revamped version they did of him in the later 2000s stuff and everything like that because they made him look just like he did in the uh, 1989 and it's low light. Ah. It I, I almost and picked him but I, I, I thought I was like I, I think Brian's going to pick him at some point so I left him to you. <laughs> and you, you introduced me to this character at the comic book store because I never had him yes. but you introduced me to him as the, the later version with all the accessories and stuff. Oh my gosh! All the accessories they did with him. Yeah. And out of that, out of that later GI Joe stuff, he's still, in my mind, all the stuff that they put out, he is seemingly mm-hmm. one of the best figures they've ever done. Just, I mean, just with all the accessories, but the figure looks so much like the original figure look. And and he was a sniper. He had a big sniper rifle with a scope and a silencer on it. And I would love to see them, because knowing what they were able to do with just the three and three quarter scale and the later stuff, 
what they could do with a six-inch one now, I think would just be incredible. Yeah. Yeah, that's an awesome. I should have let you go last for your number one because that's a that's a good one. Yeah, because because of because of your your telling me about him, I went and and was able to find that later version of him with all the accessories and like the sniper case and all the guns and stuff. Right. And that, that's a great figure. Yeah, and I never had it in the original run, but yeah, thanks to your your introduction, like he became a favorite, which is why like like I know he's gonna pick him, so I'll take I'll keep him off my yeah. list. <laughs> Yeah, because, I mean, the later version was so cool because you had a backpack that opened and you could mm-hmm. stow all this gear in there. Uh, and then the backpack would stack on top of the uh, the gun case, which would open up and had the gun in there. Mm-hmm. So he could literally carry everything, everything. on him. Yeah. Uh, you know, and had like a knife, I think, and a pistol on a holster. Mm-hmm. Uh, it had a little, like, spotter scope. And, I mean... They had a flashlight, too. Yeah, flashlight also. I mean, it was just incredible the amount of detail they went into a three and three quarter figure. So to the, to see them do something similar in a six inch scale, I just I'm super excited about. Yeah, that. yeah. I would. Love, I'd hope he would come with all those type of accessories and stuff like that, even if it was a higher price point. Which. <laughs> yeah. Which would be cool. Yeah. So. Yeah, that's a good one. But yeah, so everybody just know I would have included him in my list, but I wanted Brian to have him. <laughs> So my my number one is uh, from 1984 is one of my favorite figures to this day. I, I think I have every version of it: the original version, the updated, uh, super articulated version of him. And I'd love to see him in a six-inch line as Blowtorch uh, oh, yeah. with the the yellow bodysuit with the like red or orange pads on it. Uh-huh. Helmet, removable gas mask type thing that plugs into his chest. Flamethrower. Uh, I don't know why, but I, I was because what was that other uh, fire GI Joe, the one with the axe? Barbecue. Barbecue. Yeah, I loved him too, but I liked the Blowtorch a lot better. Just that Blowtorch that color was scheme. The first one, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. And he was another one that you know he ended up becoming a superhero in a different uh-huh. different play environment of mine, just because of the bright colors. Cool accessories. He had the that gas valve tank on the back. Cool, different helmet. Helmet had a little bit different uh, detail to it, and the removable mask that had that belt kind of slide-on part on the back. Uh, just overall, just a cool, cool figure. The artwork on the card, I remember always being awesome. And like I said, like I have him. I have the updated version of him. I think I I I lost the original one that I had, but I actually bought the three and three quarters one off of you at the comic book store. The the yeah. original the original eighty four one, uh, and the you know the little plastic uh, jewelry bag or whatever. With it still had both of it, all of his accessories. <clears throat> so I have him. Yeah. So I would love to see that figure in a six inch uh, version. It's always yeah, one that'd of, be really cool. Yeah. Yeah, just like, I mean, just looking at the pictures now, just like, wow, he's such a bright colored figure. Yeah, it's, this was a list that was hard for me to do in a <laughs> while, but there was just so many things I would like to see them do the line, and, and, and you know, I, I, I hope it takes off, because G.I. Joe's kind of had a rough run of it in the last several years as far as, I don't know if it's just popularity or what, uh, Nostalgic because it seems like you know everything else has had a resurgence except GI Joe. So I'm yeah. kind of hoping this is GI Joe's resurgence. Yeah, 
I mean, it's looking pretty good because, like I said, the last time I went to Walmart earlier this week, and I actually saw one of the display boxes for it, and it was pretty much empty. All it had was uh, three Dukes and one Roadblock, and I, w I wish I had gotten Roadblock at least uh, since I already have Duke yeah. on pre-order, and I didn't pre-order Roadblock, but uh, but yeah, I mean, from what I'm seeing of other people posting stuff online, uh, it looks like it's pretty popular because I'm seeing a lot of pictures of empty display boxes or people buying the disp the getting the boxes from Walmart because they're already empty. <laughs> right. Well, hopefully it's not just scalpers buying them. <laughs> yeah, hopefully. Oh, and I did want to go because, like I said, I did have somebody on Twitter. Oh, yeah. They sent us sent us their list. Let me pull that up here. And this is from. Uh, following us on Twitter and follow us on Twitter. We're at Near Mint Fanboys on Twitter and Near Mint Fanboys on Facebook, Near Mint Fanboys on YouTube, Near Mint for all your geek needs. Uh, so this is uh, at Toy Picks on Twitter, T O Y P I X X. So he's one of those guys that, you know, the regular Toy Picks was probably already taken, so he had to get creative with his name. So, at ToyPix, T-O-Y-P-I-X-X. His top five, it is not in any order, I guess. But one, he wants Flint. Oh, yeah. Yeah, which would be a good one. I think I had Flint, and he, was, he later became my leader whenever Stalker got broke. <laughs> when his legs came off. Uh, Lady J, which I think would be a good one. Oh, man, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Stalker, which I had I on my list. Been... Yeah, you should have put a Lady oh, J in there. Uh, Stalker. Uh, let's see, and then I, this one I almost put on my list, but I didn't. But uh, Crimson Guard uh, Trooper, because yeah. I always liked those. They had a cool color. They were a good superhero villain-looking guy. And then uh, the Cobra Viper, which I had on my list, also as the honorable oh. mention. Yeah, so he had a couple of troop builders. He had a Stalker, which I had. Lady J, which I, I didn't think of on my list, which would be a good one. Oh. I feel like I should have been a little more diverse with my list. <laughs> <laughs> that's cool. Hey, man. That's why G.I. Joe is a cool community, because there's at, yeah. at some point everyone gets represented on there. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so thank you, Toy Picks, for your your list there. It had some stuff we didn't consider that I wish I had. I wish I would put a Lady J on there. If I had a top seven, yeah. <laughs> I would put Lady J. Oh, yeah, she was a vehicle figure, right? Yeah, the Wolverine. Oh, yeah, uh, the Wolverine. That, which is basically the tank with the big old missile launchers on it. Mm, yeah. I almost said the one with the bridge, but no, that was the one with the missile launchers on it. <laughs> they looked really similar, I remember that. Cause yeah. I took the bridge off the bridge later. It looked kind of like the same body as the Wolverine. <laughs> but. Oh, cool. Well, maybe maybe next month or next time we record, since we're probably going to do wave two of GI Joe and Transformers, we should do a top five of the Transformers Red that we'd like to see. Yeah. And if we, and if we do if we do He Man, we can do the Origins also, a top oh, five yeah. of the Origins. Yeah, we could throw. I mean, wow. Well, say we could throw He Man in there. We might have to do that separate. Maybe we do He Man and Ninja Turtles together. Oh, that's a good one. Okay. Yeah, maybe we'll 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 uh, flip flop. Maybe next time we record, we'll do a Ninja Turtles He-Man, and then go back to GI Joe, 
Transformers uh, next after that. A, a series of ones to, to do and look forward to uh, uh, and maybe be able to be a little more consistent. Yeah. Because cool. we already have that material. I mean, it's right there readily available to us. Yeah. So. Yeah, I think that's a good idea. Yeah, so look look forward to that, listeners or listener. Hopefully, at least Toy Picks listens. Toy Picks, yeah. Thanks again for your sending your list, and we appreciate that. Yeah, thank you. And and we followed you on on Twitter. He followed us back, so we've got a new follower. We're almost up to six hundred followers on Twitter. We're almost up to two hundred followers on Facebook, which is good. We've got about thirty four followers on YouTube. Come on, guys, I've got. I've got retro commercials on there. What more do you want? <laughs> <laughs> but we we haven't we're we're working on an idea for possibly doing a YouTube type video that we're do over Skype that I've got to try to figure out how to how that would be edited and stuff. But look forward to that, people. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Ernest Cline is writing a Ready Player 2. Oh, Ready Player 2. Yeah, I saw that. That's cool. So I'm, I'm looking forward to that. I'm kind of stoked about that. I'm not sure how it's going to work, but he, <laughs> he did comment saying that he's trying to make a true sequel to the book and that not a sequel good. to the movie. Yeah, so that would be good. That, that kind of encourages me. Yeah, that's a great book. I love that book. Oh, man, it's so good. Have you read his other one, Um, I have it, but I haven't started reading it yet. But I do, I do oh, have man, it. That one, that's like, it's basically the last Starfighter, but mm-hmm. better. Yeah. I I really really liked it. I honestly I liked it better than Ready Player One in a lot of ways. Oh really? We'll have to start yeah. reading it. Just the way it's written and everything. Yeah. It's a little more streamlined and not quite as chaotic, and not that that's a bad thing with Ready Player One, but I, I like Armada better as a story. Yeah. That's cool. I have to check that out. I'll have to read that as soon as I'm done with. Uh, I got. Uh, Max Brooks's newest book, The uh, Devolution, which Max Brooks, what okay. one is, uh, you know, Mel Brooks's son from, you know, Blazing Saddles and right. uh, all that, but he wrote World War Z and the Zombie Survival Guide. Uh, so he's got this, his newest book that just came out uh, last month called Devolution, which is, it's of the similar World War Z type thing where you're, di- you're it's a book where you're just reading reports and classified okay. documents, but this is of a Bigfoot. Uh, sighting back in the uh, like early 1800s uh, that where, where Bigfoot was terrorizing the small like mining community. Uh, if I, remember, I, haven't, I haven't actually started reading, I just got it pre-ordered uh, in the mail the other day. Uh, but you're reading letters of the people in that town uh, of these sightings, and it, it's all in you know chronological order. So you're actually reading a chronological story of this town, you know, dealing with you know uh, a Bigfoot that's been terrorizing them. <laughs> That's really interesting. Yeah. That, that reminds me of when I go up on one more rabbit trail with kind of everything. Have you heard of or seen the movie called The Man Who Shot Hitler and Bigfoot? Yeah, I saw I saw that with uh, Sam Elliott. Yeah. Is the yeah I, I saw yeah I have watched it yeah I was looking for because I love Bigfoot I'm a huge Bigfoot guy. So yeah, have you seen it? I started it. I haven't finished it. I didn't yeah. get very far into it. I, yeah. I want to, though. It looks really good. I love Sam Elliott. Yeah, he's really so. good. I mean, it's it's interesting. I mean, it's not what I was thinking it was going to be, but uh, but yeah, I'm glad I watched it. It's a good it's a good character study on a on a guy going through, you know, you know, essentially 
in another universe being a guy who killed Hitler, uh, you know, dealing with, you know, what his life became after he came back from the war, uh, you know, love lost and stuff like that. But yeah, it's a really, it's a, it's a decent movie. I liked it. I think it's on, yeah. is it Amazon Prime, I think, has it? So. I think so, yeah. I don't know, I've got so many movies backlogged at the moment, so that's yeah. funny. But the cool thing is, I think the the people that designed the Bigfoot for that are the same people that did the Demogorgon for Stranger Things. Okay. Yeah. yeah I think it's the same, the same guy in the suit. <laughs> it's the same skinny guy in the, the Demogorgon suit. Right. But yeah, yeah, I would definitely check it out. It's worth watching. Like I said, yeah, Sam Elliott is awesome. <laughs> Uh, yeah, well, I think we've got anything else for to say on the episode here before we close it out. No, uh, just uh, everybody out there, stay safe, you know, wear your mask, keep your six-foot mm-hmm. distance, and uh, let's get this thing over with. Yeah, really, I want to go back to the movies. <laughs> We're not going to get any movies till like, December, probably. Right. Oh, and speaking of masks, if anyone would like to, to purchase a mask... Uh, on my Redbubble page, where I had the Near Mint Fanboys T-shirts before they got taken down, thanks to Marvel and Disney, uh, I, I do have—they they do have a, a where you can design masks, and you know some of the proceeds do, do go to charity. Uh, most of it goes to Redbubble. Some of it goes to me, uh, but I do at, at uh, Redbubble.com at uh, Net Nardo. Uh, I did design some masks. I have one with the. Uh, the the moth from uh, Silence of the Lambs, uh, so, so you can have that moth over your mouth, like on the poster. I've got the uh, mask cartoon. I have the mask logo on a mask, so you can wear a mask mask. I have the uh, Thundercats Eye of Thundera, where Lion-O is looking through the uh, whatever the hilt of the of the sword. I have that as a mask, and then a bunch of luchador masks of different colors. So. You know, go to the site, take your pick of mask, try to look stylish while you're out there hunting down toilet paper and Lysol. <laughs> Very much. Uh, but yeah, I mean that's all. That's all I got until the next time we record. It looks like we got a lot of cool stuff to look forward to on future episodes yeah. here. All right. We'll yeah. see if we can, we can make that uh, eight hours a month. <laughs> yeah, if we can hit that eight hours a month. But cool. So thanks for listening, guys, and we still haven't come up with a sign off. So we'll just catch you later.